Welcome to Rio Blanco County News from the Herald Times. We have a couple special podcasts for you this week. Editor Nikki Turner interviews RBC Commissioner candidates Ty Gates and Mona Aby. Listen to both episodes, read the highlights on page 3B of the June 11th edition, or watch the full videos at ht1885.com. Here's Mona Aby's interview. Primary ballots are going out this week, and locally we have two candidates vying for the County Commissioner's seat that's currently held by Cy Woodruff, and Mona Avey is one of those candidates. Thank you for taking time to visit with us, and, and welcome. Well, you're welcome, and I'm excited about this, so uh, we'll see what what I come up with as answers for your questions. Okay, okay. so first question, the, the next board of County Commissioners, um, I think it was back in January, we heard that Colorado is planning to close and that the Craig plant, power plant is planning to close and that will have a certain amount of, of impact on us locally. And then we had the pandemic. So now we have all of the economic fallout from, from this virus, canceled events and loss of sales tax revenue. And it, so the next board of commissioners is gonna face a, a pretty tough challenge as far as budget goes. If you're elected, knowing what you now know about the county budget, where do you think cuts could be made while maintaining critical services? And what do you define as critical services? What's, what's crucial? Good questions. Um, it's always hard when you're looking uh, for areas to cut. And I've had to do that in the past in one of my jobs. Um, and it's, it's not easy and it's, it's hard to get people to understand that in order for a company to continue doing business, some things are going to have to be cut or combined. So as far as essential areas, you know, until I could really get in there and do a little bit more research on it, I really I really don't have a good clue on that. Mm -hmm. I attended budget meetings and I listened um, to everybody that came in and presented their needs and wants. Some of it uh, I felt was maybe a little bit, I don't want to use the word frivolous, but anyway, a little bit too much. But then again, I'm not sitting in the driver's seat mm -hmm. and I'm not the one, I'm not the commissioner that's working with that, mm -hmm. with that department. So it was hard for me to really tell what is um, good uh, common sense requests. Mm -hmm. And to me, um, common sense is going to be the, the big issue here. Right. And again, that's going to be left up to... Um, perception, mm -hmm. you know, whether it is a department head or whether it's a commissioner, mm -hmm. you know, because um, I would guess to say that they're not going to be at the same a lot of times. Right. And that just comes from my background in managing people, mm -hmm. you know, and even though, uh, and I'm a firm believer that you've got to talk to your people and you've got to explain to them 
what is going on, why this is necessary. Is that always going to make it work better? No. But at least if you made that effort to explain, they can't be, well, they can, but it'll be um, harder for them to you know, convince people that they were mistreated in any way. Right. I think that in any business organization or whatever that's been going along well mm -hmm. for a number of years, you are going to find when you have to start looking at what can be cut, mm -hmm. um, that you're gonna find areas that can be cut. I think Real Blanco County has been fortunate mm -hmm. and they've had um, kind of a good run. Mm -hmm. Now we're looking down the road and it doesn't look so good. I think some of those decisions are gonna to be tough. It's gonna be very necessary for the commissioners to uh, be tough as well, but compassionate okay. to a certain extent. So that, that kind of ties into um, the next, my next question is everybody is pretty much in agreement that in order to thrive, continue to thrive and, and continue to grow and develop, that we need to diversify our economy, that we need, we need some, some really quality economic development programs and and projects to come along and so what are what are some ideas that you have for how we go about that i think that the county's economic development department um, does a good job mm -hmm. now i also know that not everybody agrees with me on that point but i do think they do a good job what makes them work well and accomplish what they're hoping to accomplish is if our communities buy into it. Mm -hmm. If they fight it and just get like, okay, they didn't do anything for us, or we suffered through this and nobody helped us, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's going to be people that feel like they've been left behind. You know, I've come across a little bit of that as I've been out pounding the streets. But from what I have seen by attending all the county commissioners and some of the other activities is that this department really tries hard. Mm -hmm. Is there again going to be any magic pie in the sky to pull a slice out of and fix everything? No. And I think a lot of it is going to be having patience. Mm -hmm looking to see what we can find that will fit into this area, mm -hmm. uh, this environment, uh, with this rural communities. And that's not always easy to do. Uh, we've counted on our fossil fuels for a long time. And so bringing stuff in to, um, you know, take that place is going to be hard. And I think it's going to be really hard on rural communities, mm -hmm. you know, uh, just trying. Because when I was out talking to some of the folks, they're ready to pack up and leave. Mm -hmm. There's not anything here for them, you know, and I don't know how to fix that for mm -hmm. them because they're fossil fuel people, mm -hmm. you know. So um, they didn't have any ideas to give me back either. They're just kind of like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know, and I think that we as a county kind of feel the same way mm -hmm. is, oh my God, what are we going to do? 
I don't even have any really um, great ideas in that. And I think that comes from not really having all of the information at my fingertips to uh, work with. Is that, as you've been out pounding the streets and knocking on doors, is, is, would you say that's one of the main concerns that you've heard from people? You know, it's, it's been kind of interesting because number one, they want to know if I'm a Republican or a Democrat, you know, which is interesting. But the fossil fuels and the oil and, and gas is, was a big one. Mm-hmm. The loss of coal mine jobs mm-hmm. uh, was another one. And people didn't come right out and say this to me regarding the coal mines, but it's almost like they're hoping that in this period of time before it actually gets to the close down, Mm -hmm. that something will happen and it'll save the day. Hmm. I don't know. I'm one of them that would like to see that happen, Mm -hmm. but I don't don't know if that's... um, Possible. What other concerns have, have people shared with you that they, uh, that they would like to see addressed? Well, one of the questions I was asked um, was if I was elected, would I be in the power to um, support marijuana shops in Rio Blanco County? You know, right off the bat, I said that I thought that probably if it was within the county, that that's something that would be discussed, but I said, I would not support them. Mm -hmm. And this young gal came right back to me and she said, have you really researched them? Mm -hmm. You know, which I have not, you know, I have my own personal reasons that I don't want marijuana shops in real Blanco County, Mm -hmm. but do I actually know that all of the amount of money that she was telling me would come into this County if we had marijuana shops? Do I know if that's a fact or not? No, I don't. And I haven't researched that. Mm-hmm. But I did tell her that I, if I was in the position, I would research that. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it made a difference in my uh, opinion on whether we should have them or not, you know, would remain to be seen. I, I At this point in my life, I would say, no, it would make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and again, she thought about all the, she talked about all these um, hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue that would come for schools and all of that, mm-hmm. you know, and how it would help small business. And my answer back to her was, um, you know, I just hate to see the success of our small businesses riding piggyback on um, marijuana shops that could be gone the next day mm-hmm. if the tr- trend changes. That's a good point. I mean, every we all come into whatever we do with our own personal opinions and beliefs and standards that we hold. If you researched that and, and came to the conclusion that, yes, this would bring, you know, X amount of money into the county and this would be beneficial or, you know, even if it wasn't shops, if it was if it was a, a, a grow and, and you have your own personal standards as far as what you believe about the marijuana industry. How would you make that decision for the county? I think um, that I would have to really work hard on that because, um, and I'm married to a retired law enforcement officer who worked narcotics. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I have that coming from um, his viewpoint. I would have to 
work really hard to separate that out. I would want to say that the good of the county would be in the forefront of my mind and not some personal thing that I have going on. Because I do feel like there will be um, numerous things mm -hmm. that I will have to, uh, if elected, uh, be able to put aside that personal feelings or viewpoints or whatever mm -hmm. and look at what is good for the county. One of the reasons I'm running is because I am extremely interested in the folks of the county mm -hmm. and I want good for them. If, if it could be proven to me that that would be a beneficial thing to our county and not turn out to be something of a nightmare, mm -hmm. I probably could be swayed. Okay. So it, more information would possibly lead you to change your opinion or change your mind. And I don't want to be locked into just my opinion, mm -hmm. you know, because I think that as you learn more and you get different opinions from different folks, mm -hmm. that there is a large chance that you're going to change your thought process, mm -hmm. maybe even work out a compromise. And I think that's only good. Mm -hmm. I think that's what we want. Right. You know, so yes. Okay. On kind of on along those same lines, how do you feel about the idea that the commissioners, when they vote, they need to vote in a, in a unified fashion? How do you feel about that? Well, I believe the commissioners um, should be a unified front. Mm -hmm. I don't believe they have to vote okay. all the same. Okay. As a candidate, mm -hmm. if I was to get elected, I don't know if I'm going to vote the same way, mm -hmm. you know, and I want to be able to feel comfortable in saying, I don't agree with this, so I'm not going to vote this way. I would hope that that would be accepted. Um, I firmly think that that um, if they don't agree with with my thought process, mm -hmm. that they are going to tell me, and I wouldn't want anything less from them. Okay, county government is one of the largest employers in the county, and you've got experience in management. What's your style? You, you'd be the boss. I mean, mm -hmm. you you know, get three bosses here. How do you work with those departments? How do you work with those those employees, those department heads to create a, a really positive working environment and atmosphere where, where people are, are glad to go to work and, and feel comfortable sharing what they're dealing with in their department? What's your management style? I've always thought that, um, that you need to talk to your folks. You need to explain to them. And if they can have even if it's a basic understanding of what you're doing and how you're doing it and why you're doing it, mm -hmm. that you will have better response from them. They may not like it. They may not agree with it. Mm -hmm. But if you're open um, and upfront with them, they'll accept it much better. I love an open door policy. If I should be elected, I don't um, plan to be sitting at home and working uh, that way. I know there is a lot of out-of-town meetings that have to be attended, but I also know that there's time that has to be spent within 
the county itself. And that's really what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I, I want the folks to know that they can come in. I want department heads to know. Now with the way that it's set up right now, the department heads are split between the three commissioners. Mm -hmm. and, and the way I understood that to be was going to be for budget uh, purposes to help with the, the budget. I think it's gone beyond that. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure really how I feel about that. Everywhere I've ever worked, you know, you had your, your chain of command, which we talked about at right. forums. I'm also a big believer in the human resources department. Mm -hmm. And I think that difficulties need to go there as well and be tried to work out. And if not, then they, they should come uh, further. Now, we don't have a county administrator. Right. Do we you need one? I don't know if I would be opposed to one just because, you know, the commissioners, their job is to, to be out mm -hmm. and trying to recruit things to bring back to this county to help this county grow and expand. Mm -hmm. So I wonder how much time that they actually can devote to supervisors and staff mm -hmm. and how staff feels about being able to. Now, again, I'm saying that I, I like that open door policy, mm -hmm. but then again, you've got to be careful of what staff is bringing to you mm -hmm. because I do believe in that chain of command. If a staff member came to me with a problem that has not been discussed with their supervisor, I'm sending them right back mm -hmm. um, because that's the only way that you can do that and have it work out well. There's a lot of discussion now about legislation at the state level and things that are happening at the state that, that are not considered beneficial for Rio Blanco County residents. And there's a push to have more of a voice, have more input, um, a little bit more sway at the state level, which seems to require either having a lobbyist or having um, some really strong networking or spending a lot of time at the state capitol testifying about these different bills that are coming forth. How do you, how do you balance those needs and, and that pressure with the needs, you know, the day-to-day -day needs of the county. I guess I would look at, if elected, I would look at our, the three commissioners' really strong points mm -hmm. and where their time with their strongest points is best serves the county. Mm -hmm. So, um, for instance, um, Jeff sometimes does more oil and gas mm -hmm. of the kind of thing. Because he understands it. He knows it. Right. I think that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And if he's willing to, to do that kind of part, then maybe that leaves time for the other two to put their expertise into an area. I don't think that it is um, that it would benefit the county for all three to be gone all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that between the three, they have to come to some kind of of working arrangement that they meet the needs at the state level mm -hmm. and at home. Okay. In the last year, the county drafted a, a mission statement that, and each department has their own mission mm -hmm. statement, but the county overall, the commissioners, drafted a mission statement that reads in part to provide services 
in a fair, respectful, and professional manner consistent with the customs and culture of the citizens of Rio Blanco County. It's a great mission statement, but there's no definition of what those customs and culture are. How do we define that? How do you define what our, our customs and our, our culture are as a county? That's a good point. Um, and I have found um, sometimes in the various places that I have been, that mission statement can be really, really good or it can be so vague. Mm. It doesn't say anything at all. And then that leads or it leaves it up to the person's perception. Mm -hmm. Also with the mission statement, I think it's a work in progress. And as time changes and and people change mm -hmm. in positions and we move forward or fall back or whatever it is, it constantly needs to be looked at so that it does stay, say what the county wants it to say. Mm -hmm. Because what was a mission statement 10 years ago may not fit today. Right. Or and, if new people come in and are or, or are elected or and they, have, they, they may interpret culture and custom entirely different than, than somebody and else. And have a whole different um, idea about it. So what does that mean to you when you hear that? What, is that? what does that mean for you? You know, growing up here, um, you know, it was just like, at that time we didn't, because I'm, you know, a little bit frosty up here. Uh, we didn't have a college. Mm -hmm. Rangely, um, it, they had a hospital, but it didn't, uh, it was kind, kind of like Pioneers, you know, and, and I was born in Grand Junction just because Pioneers Hospital was being built. Mm -hmm. To me, you know, it was cowboys, as ranchers, cowboys, and then you had the oil field come in. So it was either roughnecks mm -hmm. or your cowboys, you know, ranchers. Um, even back in the day when I was growing up, you know, you hear a lot about the sheepmen mm -hmm. and, and whatnot. Um, but I, I was mostly around cattle. Mm -hmm. So I never really gave sheep any thought until I got to driving. And then, you know, you had to work your way through them, mm -hmm. you know. But customs... I just, I like, I, I like the easy kind of laid back atmosphere that we have. Mm -hmm. You know, when I first came back home from being back east, it was like, mm -hmm. I can take a breath of air and I can breathe out mm -hmm. and it's not rush, 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 mm -hmm. you know. Of course, I was driving I-95 all the time. So one of the busiest interstates in the country. So it's nice to come back to this and, and it be quiet. Plus there's something this to be said about, you know, knowing the folks around you. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't hardly know my neighbors in other places, mm -hmm. you know, so, so that's nice. You know, the friendliness of it, small town. Mm -hmm. But I think too, sometimes you have to be raised in a small town before you appreciate small town. Um, because um, sometimes it's too slow. And even as I was a young adult in this town and we would try to get doctors to come in for the hospital, mm -hmm. it didn't fit the wives. You know, the husbands might be totally excited, mm -hmm. you know, all this outdoor stuff, 
that the wives didn't want to drive a hundred miles to decent shopping. Right. You know, so, so I guess to me, it's just more of your, your small town, your rule, Mm -hmm. your friendly folks, Mm -hmm. you know, being able to visit in the grocery store or in the post office or wherever you go. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to add that I think our small town newspaper is an important part of our, Thank you. our, um, our way of life here. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, these and our computers and everything is very, very nice and they save time and whatnot, but I don't think there's anything uh, really better than written word. Yeah. So I have to agree. <laughs> you know, so I'm just going to throw that out there because, you know, uh, I just, I am one of these, but I'm old school too. So I like things to mm-hmm. look at and to read. Mm-hmm. I like to be able to mark it up mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is that I need to do to that. And that's hard to do on a computer. Yes, it is. You know? What, what, how long have you been going to county commissioner meetings now? Well, I went a few times with Renee when I was working at the assessor's office uh-huh. and, and the bugs started biting me a little bit there as I was, uh, you know, there to, to work actually. Mm-hmm. And then when I retired, I started going full time as my hobby. Mm-hmm. And that's what I told everybody at the courthouse. That was going to be my hobby, mm-hmm. you know, and so two and a half years about. Not as much in Rangeley uh-huh. as I did here, mm-hmm. um, but at the time that I was going here, um, I hadn't really even considered running, mm-hmm. you know. And then once I made that decision, I need. I felt I needed to be at both, mm-hmm. um, both ends of the county, mm-hmm. um, so that people would see in Rangeley that I was interested in them mm-hmm. as well as the the people here. From going to those meetings, in that two and a half years, what would you say is the most important thing that you've learned from watching that process? At first, I was a little frustrated. And I think um, that you were at some of these meetings and we kind of talked out in the front of the courthouse a little bit about um, the lack of information that was given, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there'd be like one sentence or something. Mm-hmm. And what does that tell you? And then they come through and they're, and they're just going down a voting. So I, I didn't under, I didn't really understand that you were um, instrumental in getting that changed, I believe, and, and having more information. Mm-hmm. And then as, as I became more familiar with it, then I felt a little bit more comfortable in being able to to ask questions. And then the more I went, it was almost like they expected a question Mm -hmm. from me. Mm -hmm. I also learned, because I didn't understand how the whole process worked, was that they read the um, motion or whatever it's called, and then the other commissioner will second it. Mm -hmm. And then once that's second, then it kind of leaves it open for discussion before they actually vote on it. Mm -hmm. And they do talk about some of this stuff behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess that that is okay as long as they are not making decisions behind the scenes. Depends Um, on who you talk to. Yes, and I'll agree Mm -hmm. with you on that. Um, But they have to somehow be able to communicate. Mm -hmm. If I was to be elected 
and we're voting on something that I feel is important, mm -hmm. I want to be able to have that little bit of time to have to discuss just so that I can maybe make things clearer in my mind mm -hmm. or solidify what I'm going, how I'm going to vote. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm locked into something, there may be a whole different idea out there mm -hmm. or opinion or information that might make me ease back a, a little bit. And I think that that having that time to do that is important. Mm -hmm. um, I would certainly not want to in any way um, move towards uh, making any final or concrete or, but I think there has to be some way to discuss it to a certain extent. And I have asked Todd about this, mm -hmm. you know, because I was, um, that Sunshine Law business really kind of turned me upside down, you know, because I really do think the people's business is the people's business and they have the right to know. But I also think that we have to have some way of talking about it um, so that we can make good decisions. Mm -hmm. And I don't see any other way of doing of doing that. I think that might be where a county administrator would come into play. In a, in a, it might be. That's more how that works at the town level, is that the, the town administrator disseminates the information to the trustees, uh -huh. and then the trustees, who aren't allowed to, to talk about it amongst themselves outside of a public meeting, mm -hmm. they have all the information, they bring it to the meeting, and then they talk about it there. Yeah, which can make for some long meetings. And and people have said that to me too about well, okay, this is being done this way because otherwise you can be in a, a meeting all day long. Mm -hmm. Well, part of me is not really uh, against that. Mm -hmm. At least you'd be in the comfortable chairs. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the and the other thing is is. You're discussing it where the folks can come in and be part of that, mm -hmm. you know, on a larger scale mm -hmm. than what is now, yeah. being done now. Yeah. But I happen to like meetings. Mm -hmm. so, so I might not be the real good person <laughs> to ask about that. You know? Anyone who takes up going to county commissioner meetings as a hobby has to like meetings. Yes. <laughs> And you know, that question has been just asked of me numerous times. Really? Why would you go? <laughs> well, and you know, I, I told people in the very beginning is that I didn't want to be on the street corner and somebody come up to me and ranting and raving yeah. about something that the county commissioners done. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not one to really be quiet. Mm -hmm. And so when I open my mouth, I do want to be a little bit more informed. Right. And so, um, you know, and there's been numerous times when, when people have been ranting and raving at me and I'd say, but I didn't see you at that meeting. Mm -hmm. I was there and this is what happened, you know. And so it, it really kind of floors them. Mm -hmm. And that has been, um, that's been beneficial for me. Um, okay. So. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time to, to visit with us and share your opinions and, and good luck. Well, thank you for having me. Um, I enjoy coming in here. I enjoy you two ladies. I uh, 
think it is um, good to do these things. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for supporting community journalism.